steadfast in your word, curb those who by deceit or sword, would wrest the kingdom from your Son, and bring to naught all he has done. Lord Jesus Christ, your power make known, for you are Lord of Lords alone, defend your holy church that we may sing your praise triumphantly. O Comforter of Christless Word, send peace and unity on earth. Support us in our final strife, and lead us out of death to life. Page 224, The Order of Vespers, we stand. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ, Lamb of our salvation. You may be seated. The psalm is in your white bulletin. First is Psalm 46. I'll chant the antiphon in the first stanza, and then we'll alternate. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. 
The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Psalm 92. It is to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praise to your name, O Most High. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. On an instrument of ten strings on the lute, and on the harp with harmonious sound. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your word. I will triumph in the works of your how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. Our senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand this. When the wicked spring up like grass, and when all the workers of iniquity flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever, but you, Lord, are on high forevermore. For behold, Lord, for behold, your army shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. 
shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. To declare that the Lord is upright, He is my rock. Then there is no unrighteousness in Him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, and to sing praise to your name, O Most High. Psalm 37. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Do not fret because of evil doers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in the way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not practice it only because his For evildoers shall be 
top. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword, and have Cast down the poor and needy, to slay those who are of upright conduct. Their sword shall enter their own hearts, and their bones shall be broken. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also him, and he shall bring it to pass. of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of the meadows, shall vanish into smoke, they shall vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not repay. But the righteous shows mercy and gives. For though 
those blessed by him shall inherit the earth, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young, and now am old, yet I am not seen the righteous forsaken, nor is this endless begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forevermore. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. Mark the Mark the blameless man and observe the upright for the future of that man is peace. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom, and his tongue talks of justice. The Lord is kindness in his heart, none of his death shall slide. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hands, nor condemn him when he is dying. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, and spreading himself like a native tree. 
yet he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man, and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in that time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mark the blameless man, and observe the upright. For the future of that man is peace. The Old Testament reading from Martin Luther, confessor and doctor, is from the 55th chapter of Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistles from the 10th chapter of Romans. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. 
For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Here ends the reading. The third reading, the gospel from St. John from the 15th chapter. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Here ends the reading. The Responsory for Lent, page 226, or, yeah, 226. Mm-hmm. Deliver me, O Lord, my God, for you are the God of my salvation. Rescue me from my enemies. And protect me from those who rise against me. In you, O Lord, do I put my trust. Leave me not, O Lord my God. Rescue me from my enemies. Protect me from those who rise against me. Deliver me, O Lord my God. For you are the God of my salvation. Rescue me from my enemies. Protect me from those who rise against me. Our sermon text is from John 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. 
Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Pharisees thought that they were the ones bearing the fruit, and the others were not doing the things that they were supposed to be doing. You see, the Pharisees were fasting twice a week. They gave a tenth of their income. They made long, showy prayers. They emphasized the laws of God. If only the rest of the people would work harder. So in the Holy Gospel, Jesus, however, gives us only two options. One, he says, apart from Jesus, you can do nothing. Or two, he who abides in Jesus bears much fruit. By these words, Jesus denied that the Pharisees had actually produced any fruit at all. It was shocking that those who thanked God that they were not like other men were declared to be fruitless. Like the Pharisees' reasoning, there tends to be this idea that being a believer is one thing, and then there are those who work hard, who try harder, and they're able to do more. That is, they bear much fruit. You know, there are the Christians that go to church, and then there are those who lead ministries. There are the Christians who have dinner prayers, and then there are those who go on mission trips. There are those who are baptized, but then there are those who are fully alive. Well, Jesus is debunking the Pharisees and our modern-day teachers who have a program and a process and a three-ring binder to get everyone to produce fruits. First of all, Jesus makes a definite contrast between believers and unbelievers. Unbelievers cannot bear fruit. Let me say it again. They bear no fruit. Now, do they do stuff? Well, yes, of course they do stuff. Can it outwardly look somewhat religious? Well, yes. Does it benefit other people? Yes, it can. However, good fruit is only that which flows from faith. If it is only after someone comes to faith that they are changed. And so apart from Christ, the unbeliever is nothing but a withered and dead branch, and it is producing no fruit. But when God connects us with Jesus, who is the vine, then there is the production of fruit. So faith in Christ always produces fruit. When I speak this way, saying that the believer produces fruit, when I speak this way about the believer in Jesus Christ, it begins to make us squirm a bit. It's not that the statement is false, nor does the uncomfortableness mean that there is a problem, but the believer usually thinks that there is a problem. Every believer in Jesus Christ has a sinful nature, and every believer confesses their sins daily, Well, just as you do at the beginning of the divine service. But I tell you, there is no contradiction. These two things are not mutually exclusive. The believer with a sinful nature, one who confesses his sin, produces much fruit. Let me explain. In St. John, chapter 13, a little bit earlier, Jesus began the Passover by washing the disciples' feet. 
St. Peter threw a fit, refused to have his feet washed, and then Jesus said, If I do not wash you, wash you, you have no part with me. And when Simon Peter responded, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head, Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. So on the one hand, St. Peter was already bathed, and he was completely clean. That is the cleansing of justification. St. Peter was already a believer who had his sins forgiven. Nevertheless, there is still a need for the washing of his feet. The washing which we would describe as the ongoing sanctification of the believer. The St. Peter still needed to confess his sins daily and have Jesus wash him up. You might notice that Judas was declared as one to be not clean at all, unbelieving. So in today's text, Jesus lets his disciples know that they are already grafted into the vine. They are already bearing fruit because that is what believers do. Unbelievers have no fruit and thus they cannot fear, love God or with any of their actions. So you see, believers know that they are saved, and thus they fear and love God, so they do good works of thankfulness and praise. Yes, believers produce good fruit. But in today's Holy Gospel, Jesus goes just one step further. Jesus makes the point that he prunes the branches that are connected with him. The believer still daily needs his sins of weakness to be pruned. Our sin is exposed by God's law and confessed, and the absolution is delivered, which forgives the believer and sets him free from his sin. And in this way, Jesus takes the fruit-bearing believers and works in them much fruit. You see, the cause, the pruning action of Jesus, is the cause of the fruit. Jesus works in believers much fruit. The result is all believers... Grafted into Jesus, abide in him, and bear much fruit. In fact, all believers bear not just fruit, but, but much fruit. In fact, he's not speaking just of some believers, but all believers. Well, if all unbelievers are cut off, then all believers are pruned to bear more, or we would say more, not much fruit, but more fruit. Jesus says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. There are not some believers that are pruned and some believers that are not pruned. All believers are pruned because all are fruit-bearing believers. So, to return to John 13 with Peter, you can't refuse the daily foot washing and still be a believer. In John 15, you can't resist the pruning and remain with Jesus because it is that simple. You can't be unrepentant and abide in Jesus. Believers bear fruit and believers confess their sins. And in this way, they bear more fruit. Or, to say it from God's point of view, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may Bear more fruit. What is this fruit? Well, it is love. 
It is to abide in Jesus and love, as he has loved us that we might love our enemies. Love is the result of Jesus' love, and it comes from the Father's love, and it's the result of this, well, pruning that we with great joy uh, uh, might uh, have the joy that remains in us because we remain in Jesus. And with the forgiving of sins, well, our joy might continue because he continues to prune us from the daily defilements of the sinful flesh that we might bear more fruit. Jesus desires that our joy may be full and full joy comes from abiding in Jesus. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Inside your green sheet is our hymn, May God Bestow on Us His Grace. Bestow on us his grace with blessings rich provide us, and may the brightness of his face to life eternal guide us that we his gracious work may know. And what is his good pleasure, and also to the heathen show, my stitches without measure, and unto God convert them. Find over all shall be the praise, and thanks of every and all the world with joy shall praise the voice of exaltation. For thou shalt judge thy earth, O Lord, nor suffer sin to flourish. Thy people's pasture is thy word, their soul to feed and nourish, in righteousness to keep them. Oh, let the people praise thy word, in all good works increasing, while land shall plenteous food be born, thy word is rich in blessing. May God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit bless us. Let all the world praise Him alone. Let Solomon possess us. Now let our hearts say Amen. Amen.
Magnificat. Let my prayer rise before you as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the loneliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from this day all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things to me. And holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm and scattered the proud in their own conceit. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He has remembered his mercy and sustained his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, to Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. O God, who didst give Martin Luther as a faithful teacher of the saving truth in a time of great trial, 
Grant to thy people zeal for thy word and faithful teachers for thy church, that they may stand steadfast against all error. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who livest and reignest with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything that we do, mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who livest and reignest with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Direct us, O Lord, in all our doings with your most gracious favor, and further us with your continual help, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name, and finally by your mercy obtain eternal salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord God, the life of all the living, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, the repose of the blessed dead, grant us a peaceful night free from all disturbance, that after a time of quiet slumber, we may by your goodness be endued in the new day with the guidance of your Holy Spirit and enabled in peace to render thanks to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.